0: Welcome to Creative Ops, a podcast for creative people by creative people. I'm your host, Christopher Talon. Let's start the podcast. So, there's some music that I made with GarageBand and my electric guitar here. How's everybody doing out there? I am feeling fun and productive. Probably would have been more productive and got this podcast out sooner had I not been goofing around with the music tools, but hey, you know, it was worth it. Today I'm going to talk to you guys about some of the stuff that I've been blogging about lately. Yeah, that's right. I have a blog. You should go there. It's at ChristopherTalon.com forward slash blog, or you can just go to www.ChristopherTalon.com That's Talon with two lscom and see what I got going on. So I'll do a quick recap of my creativity and cannabis blog that I wrote and I'll also do a recap of the top 10 most downloaded creative ops episodes to date all right folks so from the blog cannabis and creativity on ChristopherTallen.com if you've ever listened to my podcast before you may have heard a guest or two talk about how good the weed we smoked before we sat down was. Now, I don't smoke with all the guests, but when I do, it's some fantastic stuff, usually courtesy of Fresh Coast Seed Code. Go check those guys out. Here is the post for anybody wondering, cannabis makes you more creative, right? Well, being that I like cannabis and also host a podcast centered around creativity and creative people, I thought this an interesting topic. So in order to do this research, I dug into scholarly stuff. No, you know, quote-unquote pro-weed websites. And I just wanted to know one thing. Does cannabis make you more creative? And why or why not? There was one study that I used first that made the, the point that I wanted to share that cannabis with low potency does not have an impact on creativity, and highly potent cannabis actually impairs divergent thinking. It suggests that even convergent thinking is negatively affected by cannabis. So maybe being high in and of itself isn't the solution to being creative. But that answers the question, uh, you know, is there a specific dose that makes you more or less creative? Eh, not really. A low dose won't affect anything, and a high dose might actually hurt you on that one. So then is using cannabis at all worthwhile as a creative tool? I came upon another study, and this one measured the creativity of users and non-users in their sober states. The findings seemed to indicate that cannabis users were more creative in sober states than non-users. But this was ultimately attributed to cannabis users being more open to new experiences than non-users, rather than something the cannabis by itself magically produces. Some of you might have heard my interview with Chanel Ali, the comedian with the best comedy album of 2020 as per NPR, When she was on the show, she talked about how cannabis actually informs her creative process as a comedian. She said that she is more open to things, kind of like what the thing says. So where most people would say no to an opportunity, to an experience, she is just more open to those things and says, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. And so she's not funny on stage because she's high. She's funny because of her high experiences that she recaptures in a sober state. Check it out on episode 29 of Creative Ops. Now there was one other study, probably my favorite of them all, that focused on coming up with new business ideas. Now this study found that cannabis users had more original ideas than non-users, but their ideas were not very feasible. So very original, but very hard to actually make happen. Now the non-users thought more logically, but struggled to come up with anything that was truly original. Now there was one thing that this study took into account as well, that I found interesting. Interest and experience in entrepreneurship. So it says that the originality of ideas was linked to how much interest and experience in entrepreneurial stuff that person had. So if you were already geeked about business, maybe smoking cannabis will get you a little bit outside the box and help you think more originally. And again, don't go with all your high ideas, but revisit them when you're sober. For me. Because I'm a writer, feasibility really isn't a concern, so you might be able to make an argument that if you're a person who works in a field like mine, that maybe it's good for you. I don't know. But either way, probably best not to be high while you're trying to work. So what does it all mean, nice and neat and wrapped up? To me, it means that people who use cannabis are more open-minded, literally. And that open-mindedness transcends the experience of being high, stoned, lifted, baked, fried, or whatever you wanna call it. Whether it's new experiences or a slightly different POV on things, it may help you think outside the box in the long term. The late great George Carlin once said that he liked to write sober and then quote, punch it up after taking just a few hits of a joint. So in the end, cannabis is probably good for creativity, but maybe don't do all your work while you're high. Some athletes, musicians, painters, chefs, and whatever else swear by doing it, but uh, others don't touch it at all, so perhaps balance is the key. Oh, just kidding. They like us. we can light it up. All right, now for the top 10 most downloaded episodes. I know what you're thinking. That's only out of including today's episode 47. But still, it's a good place to start if you're newer to the show or if you haven't listened to all the episodes and you're wondering, have I missed any good ones? Well, here you go. There was actually a tie for 10th place. Episode 15 with Justin D'Otremont, the host of Drunk Conspiracies podcast, and episode number eight with Brandon Scott, the author of Voodoo and Slight, and he's got more books in that series now. I got to get that guy back on. Number 10 spot, episode 15 and episode number eight. In the nine spot, Mike Bryman, the visual effects artist, software developer, and freelancer who, even though it wasn't a big deal to him, it's kind of a big deal to people that look on from the outside. He was part of a team that won an Academy Award for visual effects on the film Benjamin Button. Very interesting guy he was episode 11 that was Mike Bryman. I highly recommend you check that one out episode number 1 with my buddy Paul Brogan the owner of Rivertown Adventure he talked about starting a small business and then also uh, river conservation that was pretty cool episode number 1 the very first one in at the number 7 spot was episode 19 with Peter Terrace a surf photographer storyteller wine reviewer and overall fun dude This one was really cool for me because when I first got into surfing, a lot of the pictures that I was looking at in surf magazines were taken by Peter Terrace. So we got to talk, and uh, we ended up actually talking for close to three hours. Most of my podcasts before this one were like 45 minutes to an hour, hour and 15. This one was almost three hours. We had a great time. It kind of broke open the time limit idea that I had in my head. So that was a fun one with Peter Terrace, episode 19. The sixth most downloaded was the one with the guys who uh, really got me into podcasting, Ben Crocker and Jason Teary from Threads Podcast Life Unfiltered, a show I've been a guest on a few times. You should check that out. They just talked about how you make a podcast, how they each got into it, the process of narrowing down what you're going to do, how to get all the art out, how to make sure that it's distributed everywhere and all that. So if you have ever thought about making a podcast, that's a good one to listen to. Now, I had said a second ago with the uh, blog that I was reading that a lot of times people that come on my show with me smoke a little bit of cannabis, and we try to get it from Fresh Coast Seed Co. whenever we can. They were on uh, episode number five, and that's one that just keeps getting downloaded. Fresh Coast Seed Co. My buddy talks about all the things that he did before he became a cannabis farmer, which includes construction jobs, working on a fishing boat in Alaska, and then finally, settling into what he does now making cannabis coming up with brand new strains of it and winning the cannabis cup in 2019 in detroit so really fun interview uh, to see where good weed comes from and what kind of people make it okay number four was episode 33 with my new friend mike logan the comedian from grand rapids which we, t- we titled his episode add and homegrown weed because those are the things that tended to get in our way early on in the interview we were having a hard time <laughs> hard time keeping focused but it gets really it gets good obviously it's the fourth most downloaded episode 33 with mike logan in at number three episode 18 with augie mike augustine he talked about escape rooms games experiential design all that kind of stuff because he won the 2018 red bull mind gamers quantum challenge He was in a team that came in 10th place in the Escape Room World Championships. And he's designed many games and many escape rooms. And he's worked with really cool people like Jeff Hull from Nonchalance the second most downloaded episode of all time episode number 25 with jonathan wayne freeman titled professionally silly on instagram because he uh, he found a way to make silly on instagram pay the bills and i thought that that was uh, really cool he's got a really neat story too talks about going from having jobs that he didn't like that didn't make a lot of money to just being himself on instagram and now that's all he does so check out jonathan wayne freeman professionally silly on instagram episode number 25 <laughs> The number one most downloaded episode of all time so far. Episode 17 with Jeff Hull of Nonchalance. If you don't know what Nonchalance is, if you don't know who Jeff Hull is, think the podcast Signal. Think the television show Dispatches from Elsewhere on AMC. Jeff is a really fascinating guy, very smart guy, and he puts together these experiences for people that blur the lines between reality and fantasy, sometimes so much so that the experiments themselves have to be called off because people get a little too uh, too into it. That blurring of that line, as Jeff puts it in the interview, can lead us to chaos or meaning. So check out the interview and see if we find chaos or meaning. <laughs> So yeah, there you go, everybody. That's uh, that's the top ten. I'll play you out with another song that I wrote that I'm thinking about using in some of the upcoming episodes to segue between the intro to the interview that I do. So here's here's something else that I made. Everybody have a good one. I'll see you later. Mwah. Okay, that's actually a good question. Good question. I might need you to rephrase the question.